Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. and dragons so the three of you are at the moonlight cloak you're all currently separated in a uh the the black market basement of the moonlight cloak we have alice on the first floor talking to a a very distraught norbert is uh hannibal and on the second floor is thelonius who is talking to uh uh a very very erratic Juliana Blightcaller. Let's go ahead and start, let's say top to bottom. Uh, uh, Thelonious, the door is cracked. It looks like there is a chain on the inside of the door that's, you know, it's so it's open, but it's only open, you know, maybe about four inches or something. Uh, and Juliana Blightcaller has a panicked expression on her face as she has let you know that someone in the city of Rayburn Falls has accepted the whispers of Illinok, the teeth of gnashing desire. Juliana, who, who has accepted these whispers? Do you know who this person is? She shakes her head and she says, no, I do not. I can only imagine it is someone immensely powerful now. Could they have been powerful beforehand? She kind of shakes her head. She says, maybe. I, I don't know. What what kind of skills or traits would they have needed to know ahead of time? Like, would they have been involved in necromancy ahead of time in order to, to, to accept these whispers? Oh, necromancy has nothing to do with this. Necromancy is another illegal thing. Uh, another thing that was essentially banned on the, the night of death. But no, this is the other aspect of the Night of Death. The politician who had been drug out into the streets and executed, Prince Lion, he had made a pact with a Lord of Madness, a being from beyond all known space and time. That is what Illinok is. He is a Lord of Madness. Okay, who else? You don't know of anyone else that would be aware of of Illinok and the fact that that he even existed? She kind of shakes her head and she says, there are so few people, unless they're looking into it themselves, that can find such things. I think that in most cases, it would be someone who's already had experience with a being like Illinok. Okay, that's good to know. Um... Do you know anything about things going on at the docks in the city? No, I don't really pay the docks much mind. And she shakes okay. her head. All right. How about, um, do you know anything about Longinus Payne? Uh, yes. He, uh, he seemed to be on good relations with Flat Chimarazon. Okay. I've remembered, uh, how- uh, I've remembered meetings that they've had, uh, Three of them. Flaky Marazan, Longinus Payne, and uh, the other counselor. Uh, the, the Pendlegrass. Uh, uh, the one from the old oh, okay. residential district. The three of them seem to get along well enough. Do you know what any of those meetings were about? No, they were behind closed doors. They were 
it was certainly something important that they wanted to keep private. Okay. All right. Um, what's going to happen if Illinok gets unleashed? Like, what, what is something we can be looking for in the city? To release Illinok would take more power, more time than you could imagine. Uh, I, I think that in recent months it had been sealed away, uh, which is why the whispers had dwindled for me. This is someone who has accepted the whispers, but it does not necessarily mean that Illinok is close to being reborn. It just means that there is a source, a way for it to be reborn. Not likely soon, but in the future. Okay. What is it that Illinok would need next, then? Illinok would need sacrifice. It would need power devoted to it. I, I should think could this that... Be, could this be any kind of sacrifice? Uh, of life. Okay, because we, we know of these slaves are being brought into the city. And maybe maybe they are being sacrificed for Illinok. It, it's certainly possible. Uh, I don't know for sure, but I only could tell you that I know someone else has accepted the whispers and that uh, Illinok's power does not seem to have grown. So I don't think that sacrifices have happened so far for Illinok. Maybe they're being okay. saved. I don't know. Okay. That's all I got for right now. She nods and... Uh, before... or, or rather, what can I do for you, Juliana? She says, Is there anything else that you think that you need from me? Because I believe I'll be leaving this city soon. Uh, give me a second to think. She nods, and uh, we're going to go down to the first floor. Uh, Hannibal, you're talking with Norbert, who uh, has pointed out that he thinks that uh, rather than being like a, a symbol, because this isn't a symbol he would be aware of, uh, it could potentially be initials, where the, the, the bloodied finger sort of smeared the last bit, connecting the two letter C's to form what almost looked like a uh, crescent moon shape. But, you know, he, he thinks that it could be a possibility. So a C, C, like initials. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> C, C. So uh, do you know somebody with the initials C, C? Uh, well, sure. I've known him for some time. Oh, yeah? Who? Uh, Cascadia Citrine Fall. Cascadia Citrine Fall as in the counselor's sister? Yeah, uh, that's right. What? Uh, you accompanied Cascadia here to the city, didn't you? Uh, I did indeed. Yeah, it was uh, 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 quite the job we had. What, uh, what do you mean? What happened? Well, uh... It was all rather confusing. I, I was a bit of a blur, to be honest with you. Uh, but, well, the we had spent time in a city called Narquelion. Uh Some crazy things happened. I, I don't even know what happened. The 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 inn that Cascadia owned was was blowed up. Uh, it was scary. Uh, but. Uh, what ended up happening was we uh, uh, left town. Uh, apparently, she was ill and and was in a like a comatose state. And so Roscoe had sent word back and forth with the Citrine Fall family, and it was arranged that she would be brought here so so that her sister could take care of her. So she was comatose the entire time you were traveling. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, she didn't wake up for nothing. Huh. But the initials were CC. Uh, and how long ago? Fall. Yeah. And how long ago? How long ago was this that you brought her to the city? Oh, uh, we arrived in the city probably about well, maybe a, a couple months ago. A couple months ago. Two, three months at this point. Yeah. When did your friend go missing? Um, 
your 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 the first the first guy I can't think of his name now. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Zoff Reverus. Zoff. Yeah. How long? When did he go missing? Oh, maybe about a month and a half to two months ago. So about the same time, like right after you came to the city. Uh, yeah, I, I'd say it was probably about a half month to a month after we arrived, but but sometime around then, yeah. So, Cascadia gets to town. Uh, sure. Crazy things start happening here. Odaskal gets killed. Yeah. Writes the initial CC. Huh. I think maybe Cascadia is the person we need to investigate next. Are you telling that to uh, uh, Norbert? Yeah. Norbert looks at you kind of funny and he says, well, I mean, to the best of my knowledge, she's uh, still in a coma. Uh, she's still ill, I think. Uh, that's the last I had heard. Roscoe uh, uh, told me that. Um. So uh, when 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 Odaskal died, they found him on um. Uh, what's her name's lawn? Uh, what can't think of her name now? Uh, I can't Cassius. think of any names today. Cassius's lawn. Do you have any idea why he would go over there? No, I, I'm not really sure. I don't think he had any reason to to go see Cassius. Uh, though her first uh, name starts with the letter C as well. Uh, so, I mean, maybe it's related to that. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, all right. So so what do you, are you just hanging out here then? Because, uh, you know, it's, obviously somebody is coming after the people in that party that were transporting Cascadia. Uh, you seem to be the one left other than... Um, Juliana Blightcaller. Uh, so, so uh, I mean, are you sticking around here? Are you leaving the town? What, what's your plan? Well, uh, Juliana wasn't a part of our our uh, trip from Narquellian. She's a member oh, she of wasn't. the Raiders. Yeah, uh, the the group from Narquellian. We took a job dealing with the Raiders uh, for some extra money, uh, but. Got it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, my original plan was to find a, a city that was, you know, uh, would be a good place to open a shoe store. Uh, but now my friend Roscoe has passed away. Odaskal's dead. Uh, poor Zoff Reverus went missing months ago. It's it's a shame. Maybe I should leave town. That might not be a bad idea for you. Um, what's your plan in the short term? Well, I was going to get a room here, I suppose. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Hang out here for right now. I'm going to talk to my friends, and we'll uh, we'll kind of come up with a plan, see what we can do. All right. Sure. Uh, he nods. Uh, is there anything else you want to ask him before we move to the basement? No. To the basement. Alice, you are with Cleazandra. Uh, 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 who's very nonchalantly showing you the wares. There's, like, drugs you can buy. There's, like, you know, nasty-looking necromancy stuff. Uh, books on aberrations. There's definitely some illegal stuff uh, here. Uh, though, you also have found out that, you know, all uh, uh, human trafficking has been diverted to a third party that the boss knows. Also, the boss knows who's. Has it been revealed that the boss knows who's who's uh, the third party is? Uh, all she told you is that the uh, uh, it is a third party that you know the uh, that it's going through. You can probably presume that somebody knows who this third party is, uh, but she hasn't necessarily revealed any specifics. Okay. Uh, out of curiosity, I I want to. Take a look at the necromancy books. Are any of them the ones that were uh, confiscated from us? Oh, I. Uh, they are not. No. You <sighs> think that uh, uh, those are probably in like a like you know uh, uh, like a vault or something in the city? You know because the the law themselves got it. But it's nice to know at least that there's not someone crooked on the inside selling them to the black market. That is good knowledge. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to ask, uh, Cleo mm -hmm. about, uh, about the human trafficking. So we're investigating 
partially where these people are going. Do you think your boss would have any interest in working with us to maybe maybe take out a competitor? She kind of smiles and she says, well, tell you what, honey, what were you planning on offering? Well, I was hoping we could, you know, trade information back and forth. Um, you know, obviously anything that would help us with our investigation would then uh, lead us to this third party. And uh, obviously we're not going to stand for that. Uh, so there goes your your boss's competitor. She kind of smiles and Cleazandra uh, says, well, uh, I think that the, the boss is quite busy these days, but uh, maybe, uh, you know, we could come to some kind of arrangement. Okay, I'm if, listening. If you want, roll insight. Uh, and okay. yeah, I, I can tell you a little bit of the read between the line stuff. Uh, 25. Wow, with a 25, you think that Cleazandra wants you to pay her and she'll rat on the boss. She's very money driven, and you think that uh, uh, the 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 feeling she's or the what she's projecting is you think that she realizes that uh, uh, this place is feasibly in in legal trouble, and maybe wants to get the heck out and make a buck while she's at it. Okay, uh, so what what kind of compensation would you be looking for? How much you got, honey? This is this is stuff I would need for for starting a new life. Uh, you don't just you know rat on the boss and stick around town. That's that is fair. I've got thirty four goals. <laughs> <laughs> do you need to know? Do you need to know what our what our bank account is? I guess so. <laughs> yeah, it's it's three eighty nine. All right. Don't. I can't tell you. Never mind. It'd be better gaming if I told you anything. Sorry. Go ahead. I will tell you what we have. We have three eighty nine in the bank. Okay. Uh, all right. So that helps. Um, all right, I just want to make sure I understand this. I, when she says boss, I my understanding was that her boss was no longer able to get slaves because someone else was buying them. Am I misunderstanding? Oh, yeah, no. Uh, her boss is selling them to a third party specifically. Oh, okay. I completely misunderstood that from last time. Okay. Yeah, she's being vague Thanks. about it, which isn't making it easy on you. Uh, but yes, uh, her boss is not bringing any of the human trafficking targets, sources, to here because they're all being bought up by a third party. Okay. Okay. I thought her boss was being outbid. Oh, no, 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 no. The boss is making a pretty penny on whatever is going on. Gotcha. Um, uh, what do you think about, about a hundred gold? Honey, a hundred gold is almost what I got from you for just walking into this place. Not wrong. Make me, uh, make me a counter offer. How about a thousand gold and I'll be happy to divulge all I know, and then I leave the city and you don't have to worry about me ever again. And nor does the boss. All right, so we haven't been paid for our job yet, so what, what can we, we got, do here? We got a shard of the Black Pyramid we can give her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. What, uh... <laughs> you wanna? Do you want to offer? Uh, do you want to meet with your friends and offer different items or something like you know, see what you can scrounge to uh, scrounge out? Yeah, you know what? Let me uh, let me meet with uh, my group and see it, see what kind of offer we can make. Yeah, she nods and I uh, I uh, she walks you back upstairs, locks the door behind oh, um, you. Uh huh. You said it was down there. It was drugs, necromancy books. Oh, and, as like, far as what's arcane. down there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, drugs. Necromancy books, uh, uh, books on aberrations, as well as, let's see, what else would there be? Uh, like jewelry, uh, things that people have uh, uh, fenced to them. Uh, okay. Jewelry. You think there might be some kind of like uh, uh, weapons in there as well? Uh, 
So any yeah. of the weapons catch catch my eye? Anything in there look like it might be more than just a regular rapier? Uh, roll perception. Uh, twenty-two. No, you look around and uh, uh, nothing necessarily catches your eye. You see a few like great swords, uh, you know, big axes, but nothing catches your eye otherwise. Okay, just thought I'd ask since we were since we were down yeah, here. Fair. All right, then we'll head head back up. Sure. She locks the door. Uh, she walks to the front counter, and Norbert turns around. He says, uh, "Yeah, I think I'll take a, a you know a room for at least a day." And uh, Cleazandra begrudgingly helps him with you know the uh, uh, you know sign, you're setting up a room. I. Uh, Rats, I was going to ask her, tell her we'd take Norbert off her hands. Uh, I mean, that could feasibly be something that you uh, throw out as a counteroffer for sure. Uh, Thelonious, are you meeting it back up with your friends, or did you have anything else for Juliana Blightcaller? I did have one more thing for her. So, Juliana, you mentioned that that Illinok was responsible for Prince Lion's death, right? Uh... No, I believe he worshipped a different Lord of Madness. Oh, it was? Uh, yes, I believe so. Uh, Illinok, uh, I don't believe uh, had anything to do with Prince Lion. But Botulism Bloodbane did, right? I don't know enough about him. He's a necromancer, uh, from what I gather. Uh, so he's involved with necromancy... Okay. But Prince Lion was uh, worshipping a Lord of Madness, though which one, I don't know. All right, I was trying to connect something. When's the last time you've communicated with Pyralis? Who? Pyralis, you know, she was in your room. She we looks at that one time. No, Juliana Blakecaller never met Pyralis. This was a, that was a separate room. Oh, it was a different room. Oh, I thought she led us on to her. Shit, okay. Nope. Damn. She has right. no uh, idea who Pyralis is. All right. I was reaching. Apparently, that's not going to happen. So, all right. Um, Juliana, best of luck. We are staying in the Meltier Arbatters if you need. <laughs> you, are you drunk? You to, yes. If you need to tell us anything, anything more that you find out. She nods, and she lets you know that uh, she might stay in the city for a while, but the moment that she senses danger, she's leaving. That's cool. You can even send us a letter. I don't care. She nods, and she says, Do take care if you're dealing with a being like Illinok. Will do. And she slowly closes the door. Uh, you head downstairs, and the three of you guys are together. Uh, and you guys, I imagine, are going to exchange information back and forth. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, CC, huh? Yeah, I think I know where we need to go to as soon as possible. Well, yeah. I mean, we got a few other things we should probably tie up here, though. True, but CC, there is a piece of the armor there. So, there is. That and is extremely I urgent. Suppose I should probably let you know now. Uh, I may uh, know where she lives, where she lives. Wait, what? what? What do you mean you know where she lives? Uh, I'm a very sneaky guy. Um, that doesn't sound say, true. Let's just say I uh, know where she lives. Bullshit. You don't know where she lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I boosted her address uh, out of her office when she wasn't looking. Oh. That's a very felonious thing to do. Good work, <laughs> bud. A felonious thing, thing to do would be to uh, fart in her face and then uh, pee all over her office. Only as a distraction. <laughs> yes, and Only then we'd have the address covered in shit and pee. Wow. Listen, number two, I've never been a part of. Number, number one, number, two. number one, I encourage someone else to do. That's mm -hmm. fair. That's true. Yeah. All right. I don't I'll know if that's it. the strongest defense of those actions. He's, but, a, he's right? a urine enthusiast, not somebody who just pees everywhere. Right. He's just really into it. Regardless, we also got this Illinok <clears throat> thing. Why, why do we have so many fucking monsters deciding? I wasn't signed up for this. I think I'm just going to well, go. Here's 
connecting the dots here, uh, I think potentially Cascadia is the one Juliana is talking about. Because well, Cascadia would, yeah. was in Narquelian. Something happened there. Norbert says something crazy happened. Uh, you know, it kind of makes sense that two months later she shows, or she, two months ago she shows up, and then all this stuff starts going down. You know, did Norbert say story. that Illinok was at Narquelian? He didn't say Illinok was at Narquelian, but all the stuff that was going on with Juliana started two months ago. Oh, so okay, it's kind of the timelines. Good. Didn't Juliana say that someone just that this just happened? Well, she said she lost connection two months ago. So I'm thinking all this stuff might be connected. We're going to have to check it out, but that's my gut. Yeah. Okay. What about on your end, Alice? How, uh, how interested are we in this, uh, human trafficking ring we've been following? Well, I don't know. See, here's the weird thing. It's all tied together. I just don't know where. Well, the human trafficking thing is tied in so far as they're using the bodies, the people to summon, demons i mean realistically it's probably murdoch who they're selling them to because he's the one who wants to resurrect all these or pull up all these demons so he's got to get bodies from somewhere it makes sense he's creepy enough to just you know buy humans and do it buy people and do it um now who he's working with obviously is longinus and from what from what uh it sounds like uh you were talking about Thelonious, potentially, um, uh, what's his name in the old new, new old residential district? Yeah, Pendergrass Pendergrass meeting with Longinus and uh, what's his face, Camarazon. Right. I mean, really, the only thing we don't know right now is who Cleo's boss is, who is actually running that black market. And if I remember right, Pendergrass was a real dick to us, wasn't he? So yes, he, was. Well, he was a dick. His brother was a dick. His whole family, bunch of dicks. <laughs> Strange fellows for sure. Yeah, a, a, a dick who gets along with Flat Camarazon. Yeah. Obviously, there's something going on here. Yeah, so he is someone else we also should probably be getting after after we talk with Cascadia or figure out what's going on with Cascadia. It sounds right. like she can't even talk, but well, that's the thing. Maybe she can. Maybe she's been able to to, to move around this entire time and she's been faking it. Yeah. Um. So back to you, Alice. What do you want to do? I mean, we got, I got this uh, flesh of hatreds razor that we could potentially give away. It's a crazy artifact that I certainly don't want any part of anymore. <laughs> uh, we got the cult of the, we got the, uh, the uh, shard, shard of the black Airman, Airman. which in the know, red dress still, I don't know that we necessarily <laughs> want to give that to somebody. No, that sounds like a horrible idea. Huh? Let's uh, let's keep that one wrapped up in the dress. But okay. I guess what the uh, hell are we gonna do with it? Yeah, let's keep not it, deal keep with it from getting into somebody else's hands. Yeah, let's let's not deal with that. If it's in your guys's hands, it ain't in anyone else's. That's a good way to <laughs> right. look at it. Yeah. When we're done here and we're ready to split up, we can toss it into the river. I don't care at that point. But for now, let's not give ourselves a bigger headache. Right. Uh, Theo's got that uh, effed up uh, scepter that bleeds. Yeah. We could you know get rid of that. I don't, we got some, we got some stuff to trade. Yeah, I have that. I have that bow. Mm-hmm. That uh, shoots bones. That's probably not going to get used. Right, right. So yeah, we got so. powerful stuff that sounds like uh, they're high quality black market goods. That's true. All right, let's see. Let's see what we can. Uh, and we, we don't have a thousand gold. Just a heads up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you want right. to flag down uh, Cleazandra? Do we want to just show her the the three items and see if she'll make the trade? Well, that and then I don't know. Maybe. Uh, so here's: Do we want to? I was going to say at this point, do we want to do this deal right now? Well, I mean, we're not going to be using these items. They're really not terribly valuable to us. Uh, my scepter is pretty damn good, thank you. Yeah, until you bleed to death. No, that's not. That's a different thing, dude. I. You're, no, it's uh, not. Uh, at least uh, what he's referring to is the the staff uh, that is like perpetually making you bleed. Like if you equip it, you have that thing too. Oh, I have it. That's right. right. I just haven't been attuned to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah we that bitch can, it. Never mind. That bitch can have that. Yeah. Sure. So <laughs> right. all right. 
So I thought you meant my new staff that I got. That's, no, that's no, 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 no. helping no. me out greatly. Okay. No, no, no. Sorry. So let's, it, it's, let's offer, it feels like it's been a long time. <laughs> let's offer two of these items to start. I'll, I'll offer up the bow. Now, listen, as a backup, do we want to offer taking Norbert off her hands? If and you having him stay at just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Having him stay with us. <laughs> if it gets the deal done, I I guess we'll have to. Well, let's. His room this. has to be as far away from my room at the hotel. Listen, we also if we offer this, we also have to think of this. Everyone else in his party has been picked off by potentially Cascadia or whoever it is. Yeah, they don't want to happen to Fritz. Right, that's the thing, Maxwell, Fritz. You know, what if we contacted the police and we put them in a safe house or something? Yeah, because a safe house is going to keep them safe. That's they've why been able to safe house. They've been able to. Find <laughs> How are we going to save them at the Mertier Alberge if we're out trying to save the world? I'm not saying we are. That's why I'm bringing this up. But well, it's a it's a bargaining chip to get what we need from Cleo. I guess we'll just have to make sure to tell Fritz that if shit goes down, we just want him to run. He doesn't have to worry about Norbert. If Norbert's gone, Norbert's gone. <laughs> I don't Norbert's, want Fritz Norbert's probably got some fancy shoes to get him Fritz, out of the situation. Fritz is my supplier of this fantastic blueberry wine or whatever it is, all right? I don't want Fritz's life endangered. So if someone's right. going to come and murder Norbert at the hotel, we got to make sure Fritz knows that he he can leave. He, he, he doesn't. He can just walk away. <clears throat> We don't like Norbert that much. I mean, He's I don't like, mind him. He made me these sweet shoes that yeah, came in handy. That came in handy and would have saved your ass. <laughs> oh yeah! Said so all I got was a went <laughs> across my face. You know, listen, not I really, not really I helped out do, a lot. I can't do all of the heavy lifting. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so, what would you like to do? <laughs> What's the first step? Let's uh let's bring her over. Let's offer up two of the items. Sure. If she says it's not enough, then we'll offer up the third. And we'll take Norbert if it'll if it will cement the deal. All right. So Cleosandra, after taking Norbert up to a room, uh comes back downstairs and she seems mildly annoyed. Uh and she sees the three of you standing there and she says, Well, how can I help you out? Well, we thought maybe we could uh, trade a couple of, of these artifacts that we found for the information. I'm listening. So I pull out the bow. She looks it over. I uh, pokes around at it. I uh, you're not sure how magically inclined she is, but she seems to realize that it's you know seems to have some worth, and uh, she says. Is there anything else? I you take my one, one more item. And oh, yeah. I show her the flesh of infin- uh, flesh of hatred's razor and I describe to her exactly what it is. Okay, she nods and she says, "Dangerous, but likely worth something. What else do you have?" I guess I'll uh, show off my bloody staff thing. She Bully looks again. She looks it over, and uh, and she nods, and uh, uh, she says, "Yes, if you give me the three of these things, I think I could uh, give you the information you're looking for. I was looking for a change of venue anyway." Right. I think we have a deal. Deal. She deal. drops the items into a small sack at her side. You think it must be a bag of holding. She All says, right. Impressive. So you're looking to know who the boss is. Correct. Well, coincidentally, our uh, boss is actually somebody who uh, is unfortunately missing. Mr. Black Kimarazan is the uh, head of this sector and is unfortunately MIA at the moment. I've heard that he might be dead, uh, but I'm afraid I don't know for sure. Uh, I can confirm he's he's gone. All the more reason for me to be leaving. Uh, but I can give you as much information as you like now that I'm going to be severing ties with this locale. Uh, 
he had some black market ring that he ran with uh, uh, Longinus Payne, as well as the Mr. Pendlegrass who fronted a lot of the money. Yeah, it sounds about right. Pendlegrass is a super dick. <laughs> she says, yes, he uh, definitely rubbed me the wrong way. That's for sure, honey. And I'm guessing Longinus is the one that transported everything, right? Uh, indeed, yes. Everything came through his sector. The money was financed through uh, the, the Pendlegrass family. And, uh, of course, uh, Mr. Kimarazan, uh, the shop was in his sector, and he got cuts of everything. Do you know if Cassius knew any of this going on? I don't believe that her and Longinus get along quite as well as they might like the others to think. Oh, what makes you think that? Uh, it seems like Longinus, whenever I would catch him, and he was rarely around, uh, he seemed to always be filled with complaints about his uh, cousin Cassius. Anything in particular? Nothing I can put my finger on. Uh, I think that he was, uh, if I had to wager a guess, uh, jealous. You don't think he would be willing to kill her? Do you? Like, if she found out the operations behind this black market, you don't think he would be willing to take out his cousin, would he? Honey, these are people who sell people. I think that killing your cousin is really a very minor offense in the grand scheme of things. Uh, fair enough. Comparatively, I would agree. <laughs> uh, are there any other... Uh counselors that may have had some shady dealings with uh with flack and Prendelgrass and longinus she thinks and she shakes her head and she says i don't really know the politics of the city especially well so i really only know these details that pertain to me and the business that i've been doing here i uh, but no none of the others that i know of would be involved anyone in the city that may have oh i'm sure there must be other people in the city they have goons they have flunkies uh, you know, I, I'm sure Anybody that... in the police force? I wouldn't be surprised. Money gets you very far. Pendlegrass is able to pay anybody to do just about anything. I wouldn't be surprised if people in the, uh, uh, the police of the city, the guard, are, you know, behind some of that. Hmm. Uh, roll inside if you please. Nine. Oh, natural 20. Seven. Wow. With a nine and a seven. With a nine and a seven, Cleosandra is kind of hard to read. Uh, She always sort of has like an air of mystery about her. With a natural 20, you think that Cleosandra has uh, kind of a chip on her shoulder when it comes to the law. You're not sure entirely why, of course, but you think that she has no evidence of the police being involved in any way but she's very quick to just be like yes they could absolutely be a part of that you think that something in her past involving the law has made her a little bit on the edgy side when it comes to uh uh the the you know law enforcement of cities well cleo i gotta tell you we may be investigating this but the three of us generally don't give two shits about the law so uh you know if you got any other information, look, don't be afraid to tell us. You got your money. We, we just sold you some illegal goods, to believe it or not. Uh, these are definitely not things we would be showing anybody else. Uh, so whatever it is you got, lay it on us. Don't worry about you. You are in the clear. Uh, roll persuasion. Let's see how uh, uh, well you come across. Uh, that is a 15. With a 15, uh, she lets you know that because you paid and she's leaving the city, she's basically told you all there is to, to know. Uh, however, she does say that uh, uh, probably in the last month and a half, two months, uh, no, probably closer to a month and a half, uh, is when uh, the uh, human trafficking has had come to a stop and they started being rerouted to a third party. She doesn't know who that third party is or where they are, uh, but she says that likely uh, they, she, if she had to wager a guess, she thinks that they'd be in the shipping district. 
shipping district. That would make sense. She says there's less travel time if they're coming right off the boat. That's what seems to make the most sense to me. Hmm. Stands to reason. Yeah. All right. Well, I, do you have any more? You guys have any more questions for? Her? No, I was going to ask if she knew who else uh, Flack was selling to, but if she doesn't know, then right. there's that. Yeah, she uh, she legitimately doesn't know. Uh, she can tell you that most of the the small bits of human trafficking that did happen in the city prior to this were mostly rich people coming in and trying to buy servants. You know, it, it was seemed pretty standard, basic stuff. It left a bad taste in her mouth, but money's money. So after you leave, who's going to be running this place? That's a wonderful question, honey. I couldn't care less. Fair enough. <laughs> I would suggest clean out that basement of yours, take anything that's, you know, going to get you some money, and maybe hit up Norbert. Norbert makes these sweet-ass shoes. They can do all kinds of stuff. These shoes that I'm wearing right now turn me into a cheetah, a motherfucking cheetah. Uh, uh, you could even give, give Norbert the Moonlight Cloak. Send everyone's happy. She nods and she says, well, it was uh, Flat Kimarazan's business. Uh, I would imagine his partners will be stepping in to try to take ownership to get what they can out of it. But uh, if he wants it, it's all his. Uh, she smiles and she says, and uh, as far as that basement, honey, and she pats the, the bag of holding. She says, I'm already a step ahead of you. See that? I like you. I hope we run into you again somewhere that's not here. She says, honey, if I change my name, you roll with the punches. Am I right? You got that right. Speaking as someone who's changed his name, I can certainly uh, <laughs> sympathize with that. She says, I hope that I run into you in the future in uh, a nicer city than this. Yeah, this place is kind of a shithole. <laughs> she says, honey, they're buying and selling people. No place that, uh, you know, is uh, doing that isn't a shithole. That's fair. That's fair. All right. I got nothing else for her. No, I have, I have nothing. She takes those artif artifacts off your hands and uh, lets you know that she'll be leaving the city soon. Like, she's gone. She's pretty much out the door as you guys are out the door. All right. Um, so now what? what? Oh, what time of day is it? We were going to go do something else, too. Well, it's now probably, like, mid-afternoon. All right. Uh, and you guys have a few things uh, that I can think of off the top of my head that you guys were considering. There's technically looking around the shipping district to see if you can find evidence of the human trafficking and potentially this, you know, demon-worshipping cult. But you also have uh, the address of the Citrine Fall Estate. We do indeed. And to top it off, you have Verna Elsa Treamfall coming in the evening. When work is done, she's going home. She's pick, finding that armor if it's there, and then bringing it to the uh, 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 Mertil Alberge. So would she still be at her office right now? You would presume. Do we pick her up and take her to her house? She seems very against that earlier. I don't yeah, think you she guys had it. asked but that. We've we've gotten some new information because I guess right. the other question I want to ask you two: Do we still think she's innocent? Well, I, that's I personally feel like she doesn't know what her sister is doing. Ah, uh, see, you know I, what? I could be wrong, but if if Cascadia Citrinefall is possessed by a Lord of Madness, there's no telling what Cascadia can do to manipulate. Um, uh, Verna, you know, maybe oh, so she might be not under her own power. Could, maybe it could be anything. It could be a situation where maybe Verna doesn't even know she's assisting Cascadia in some way. We don't and, know. We we just don't know. That's the thing. There's no yeah. way for us to know. So, we don't even know if we don't even know she's actually going to be able to get the armor to us and. Make it out. Maybe, maybe Cascadia knows what's going on and can read her mind. I was gonna say. So at this, it, my vote is that we we can't wait to meet with Verna for dinner. I think we head over to her estate now. She's well, at work. She probably won't see us, depending on what the hell we come across. It's true. 
We got to be prepared, though, because if there's a being there possessed by a lord of madness, we may have a fight on our hands. Yeah. I mean, we I also kind of figured you guys go everywhere prepared for a fight, honestly. We do. Yeah. But, you know, do we have potions? Do we have stuff we okay. need? And then also on top of that, Maxwell is searching for that other person that was here to give Cassius that information about the orcs coming in. Well, pre- oh, yeah, presumably, the presumably the orcs coming in. We don't know. Well, I'm uh, assuming the orcs are now tied to obviously what we just found out in the shipping district, though. So, well, no, we we they were not part of it. That's true. Yeah, they seem to be Those oblivious. Those two individually weren't, That's but they true. knew that people were coming in, right? From from what I remember, when we were at the shop. Well, uh, no, they had mentioned they had mentioned they were waiting for the rest of their group to get here. Oh, right. And that they had to take jobs to lay low until they were ready to spring their plan into action. All right. Well, how close is Fritz to Citrine Falls house? Super close. Uh, Well, then maybe we check back at the Fritz's, see if Maxwell's got any info for us, and then we head over there. Or we could talk to Pendergrass. Do we want to continue that? I, I, I think the focus needs to be on that next piece. I mean, we got yeah. No, I agree with that. Three nineteen and Paralis going after it. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Now, no, how protected it is, we don't know either. You know, like if if CC, you know, Satrine Falls sister is like guarding it. If she's aware of it, she might be working with one of those two. She might not be. There's well, so many things we still don't. You know, if know. she's a Lord of Mad, if she's possessed by a Lord of Madness, I can't imagine any armor is going to make her any more powerful. Uh-huh. I mean, because oh, we ran into. Uh, do we know that a non-real sin is a Lord of Madness? Uh, yeah, you guys okay. have met a Lord of Madness, and yeah, he was so real weird and scary. We, we've met, we've met a non-real sin. He's a weirdo. We know how powerful he is. I thought he was delightful. <laughs> yeah, real delightful. <laughs> you should look into becoming a warlock of a non-real sin. I highly recommend it. I'm sure it'll go great for you. Look at Juliana. It worked out well for her. All right. So I think we're heading to the Meltier Auberge. Yeah, that yep. place. Sure. So you guys leave the Moonlight Cloak. Uh, as you guys are walking out, you notice uh, Cleozandra walk the opposite direction, you think, heading towards the entrance of the city. Uh, it looks like she's basically just kissing uh, uh, this city goodbye. Oh, yeah. Smart we got to drop Norbert off, too, don't we? No. Norbert's staying out. Oh, he was staying there for tonight? Yeah. Oh, that's right. We, we never offered were, that part of the deal. We never oh, that part. That's right. Good call. I, yeah, she uh, I, uh, was greedy enough to get all three of the items, but after that, she was good. She she was willing to just take that and run. Uh, so you guys uh, head across town, and uh, the, the paths are pretty clear. No one gets in your way. The, the elevator up to the, uh, you know, uptown is, you know, right in the perfect position. So it goes real quick for you guys. And you guys have found your way back to the Mertiel Alberge. All right. Well, I guess we'll go inside. Sure. You guys head in. Uh, you see that uh, Fritz is uh, uh, currently writing something at the kitchen table. Uh, he has like an ink uh, uh, pen. Uh, well, an inkwell, a pa- feather pen, uh, you know, parchment. Uh, looks like he's writing something. He sees you guys come in. He goes, oh, I was not expecting you so early. I'm afraid uh, dinner will be quite a few hours away. No, that's fine. We were checking in on you. What are you, what are you writing? Oh, I'm putting in a request to the family to uh, send some uh, blueberry wine. Uh, <laughs> since we're running so low, I uh, thought that <laughs> it was time to place that order since... Mr. Thelonious was kind enough to, to, you know, pay such a large amount. Yeah, no, that's a good plan. Theo's uh, Mr. Moneybags here, especially for the wine. We, uh, oui, yes, Damn this right. is correct. Uh, so I'm just making sure that uh, we can get that wine as soon as possible. Uh, Mr. Maxwell has been out all day. I've not seen him. No, not back yet? No, no, he's not back yet. Uh, any weirdness? You've noticed from the town at all or anything around here? Weirdness? No, uh, no yeah. weirdness. Uh, things are quiet as normal. 
Can I roll insight? Yeah, you sure can. Oh, natural uh. 20. These dice, I'm telling you, love it. One. Uh, uh, Ellis, uh, that's your first of the recording session. You can't read Fritz. He's a, a man of mystery. Uh, what'd you get there, uh, Thelonious? 11. Within 11? Uh, you can tell that he is indeed telling the truth. But with a natural 20, Hannibal. You don't think that Fritz has ever lied to you guys ever. He's only hidden the truth about the fact that this was once a creepy mansion for Prince Lion. Uh, no, he's not lying. He uh, uh, is telling the truth. He doesn't seem to have noticed anything weird. You don't even think there's anything he forgot about that was weird. In the depths of his memory with a natural 20. I give Fritz a hug because, you know what? Damn it, I need it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of awkwardly gives you the pat back. And, uh, I mean, he's a, a, a stout halfling, so he's, like, only up to, like, your waist. So, like, he has to reach I, up a bit to, like, tap the bottom of your no, back. I pick him up and I put him on the table. <laughs> ah, there we go. Yeah. Can, uh, Fritz, can I ask you something? We uh, oui, sir, of course. Yeah. It was Verna that reached out to you to um, take care of us, right? Oh, we, sir, yes. Uh, she uh, uh, had asked if she could uh, pay for the three of you to spend your time here. Uh, she added a fourth person uh, with uh, Mr. Maxwell. Uh, yeah, she, uh, the Citrine Fall family and the... Uh, uh, the Barrio family have known each other for some time. Okay, so anything unusual about the family that you know of? No, I don't believe so. Uh, You've never I, met her sister or anything? Uh, no, I've heard that uh, she is ill, which is sad. Uh, I've met her parents. Uh, they have a, a rather large estate uh, quite a bit to the east, uh, near where the vineyards where my family runs are. Uh, and that's how they we know. Still alive that. or no? Oh, we we sir, elves live a, a, a immense amount of time. Gotcha. Okay, can I roll insight on all that? Yeah, you sure can. Which that is a unnatural twenty. Yeah, telling the truth. Uh, it seems like the Citrine Fall noble family and the burial family know each other it seems like uh the burial family are essentially like you know some one of the personal uh uh you know vineyards of the citrine fall family and so it seems like that's how they have that connection okay all right i was just wondering thanks dude we oui, of course well i maxwell's not here do we head over yeah might as well i mean well i don't know let's let's think about this Alice, what are your thoughts? Well, Verna seemed very skittish about us going there, and I think we can figure out a little bit as to why. Yep. My concern is, if she spots us anywhere near her house, it could blow the whole deal and we lose that piece of armor. Well. But again, yeah. she doesn't know this new information that we know. She right, may know you, that new information. Well, she may know that new information, which would blow the deal anyway. The other question is, when we get there, what do we do? Do we break in? Do we knock on the door? No one's going to answer. I think we scope out the house and then, yeah, we break in. I don't, I don't know that we should break in. Then what's the plan here? I don't know. That's the what we're discussing. The plans to find the damn piece of armor before one of the other crazy ass people here do. All right. All right. Isn't that the How whole about... point of our our mission here? Well, the whole it point is. is to find missing people. But then right. we found out it's all this other bullshit. We know where our piece is. We need to go get that piece. Let's. I'm do never this. getting paid. Let's. Yeah, while we're broken in, we'll rob the joint. Does that make you feel any better, Alex? <laughs> Wow. I think robbing a client is going to look bad on my resume. Let's, um, maybe we head over there and just kind of observe from a distance at first uh, and then kind of play it by ear. Let's see if we see something. I'm okay with that. Put on my 
Huh? You could go invisible. You could go invisible. Take a look around. <laughs> when has don't that ever worked out for us? In. Yeah, don't break in yet, though. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> All right, well, then you're on your own. We will, we will, if you do that, I will disavow any knowledge of this. <laughs> All right, let's go. Sure. So, uh, you guys say goodbye to Fritz, uh, who I imagine you're keeping in the dark about breaking into uh, a Citrine Fall place. All right, yeah. Fritz, we might go do something dumb. And by we, I mean Thelonious might go do something dumb. Have fun, my friends. <laughs> Anyone asks, we, me and Hannibal have been here the whole time. Uh, yes, uh, we. Uh, you've been here the whole time. Uh, I, I got it. Uh, and you guys don't go very far. Uh, maybe like a, a 15, 20 minute walk tops. Maybe even 10 to 15. And you guys find a rather large estate with pretty tall walls wrapped around a huge mansion. Yes, yeah, tall walls. Great. Uh-huh. Tall walls. There's a gate. It looks uh, uh, like the gate is currently locked up. Uh, as of right now, it's mid-afternoon. Uh, make perception checks, the three of you. Uh, 21. Uh, where is perception? 23. And for you there, uh, Thelonious? Oh, there it is. Uh, 11. Within 11, uh, it's broad daylight. Uh, you don't see lights on in the uh, mansion. Uh, not on the, uh, like, from what you can see, the wall blocks a fair bit, so it would be, like, the second floor. Uh, but it's daylight, so, you know, you presume that, you know, there wouldn't be lights on inside. Uh, with a 21 and a 23, you guys notice a few different things. Uh, you notice that uh, it's pretty quiet. This is an, like... You know, in the old residential district, this is one of the oldest sections of it. Uh, it seems like the Citrine Fall Manor uh, over here is uh, larger than most of the other houses. Uh, more defended, you know, it's got these walls. Uh, but by extension, it seems like there's less traffic. Uh, you don't see any guards around. You don't really see any people around. Uh, though certainly there are neighboring houses. All right. Um, so, are there any other? Are there any like windows we can see, or any um, any way to kind of observe from a distance what's going on inside? Uh, yeah, there are windows, of course, on the second floor. Uh, the first floor you can only see a little bit of if you're look like at standing at the front gate. I, uh, but I, uh, yeah, you can kind of walk around the perimeter of the wall and see all the windows on the second floor. How tall is the wall? Oh, probably about uh, uh, 10 feet tall. Okay. Well, right. do you want me to put on, you want me to go invisible and walk the grounds, not necessarily break into the house? You guys can lift me up over the wall. How are you uh, going to get back? <laughs> right. I'll find a way. There <laughs> is uh <laughs> Uh, for the record, uh, the front gate is, like, padlocked. Uh, there's, like, chain and a uh, padlock on it. Oh, Alice, you can just quickly That's do the away with that. I'm not going into the house. I'm just walking around. I'm going to enjoy the, the grass, the scenery. Maybe through some windows. Hook. You have a what? I have a grappling hook. Oh, see, there we go. Oh, I have a rope, too. See, I'm just toss a rope over. Sure. Do you guys want to uh, toss the grappling hook up top? Well, I think for I think maybe we toss you over, use the grappling hook to get back the other way, so we look a little bit less suspicious. All right. Sure. You know what? <laughs> yep. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna go uh, invisible. Sure. And you're taking the grappling hook. Yep. Yes. Awesome. And uh, uh, you guys are given uh, the old boost to uh, Thelonious to get over. Yeah. We're and I, and yes. I tell Alice he can use that whole little thing in my brain to in case something's up. As long as you're within 60 feet. I don't think that'll be a problem. Will it be a problem? I'm sure it won't be. 
Oh, wait, 120 feet. We're good. No, <laughs> that rolling yeah, sense, Craig. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. Uh, so go ahead and make uh, 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 either Alice or Hannibal athletics with advantage because the other is helping. All right. I got it. So go ahead and roll athletics with advantage. Alice is giving you a hand. <laughs> a one. <laughs> Thelonious, you... Oh, Oh, sorry. I forgot with advantage. I apologize. Uh, 16. With a 16, yeah. Uh, Thelonious, you get tossed up onto the wall uh, with relative ease, uh, even though you had a bad omen for a second there. And uh, uh, you're now invisible and on top of the wall. All right. I'm going to, I guess, kind of look around, but start walking towards the house. Sure. You hop onto the, the, the grounds. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. My rolls have been so good these last. While episodes. he's doing that, uh, I'm going to back up away from the house. Sure, you back off a bit. Uh, natural twenty. With a natural twenty, <laughs> I can let you know a few things. Uh, it seems like the front door is shut up. You know, easy enough. Uh, as you're walking around the estate. Uh, in the shade of a tree in the backyard, uh, you notice that there are, uh, well, as, I'm sorry, into the side of the house. This would be at the side, not the backyard. So you reach the side of the house. Uh, and you can see in the shade of a tree on the side of the house, uh, it looks like there is a window on the second floor uh, that has a light on inside. It seems like there is... Uh, at least a lighted room on the second floor. And uh, the thing is, though, Thelonious, with a natural 20, I can let you know that you don't hear a thing. Okay. Which should be potentially concerning because you were told by Verna that there was staff on hand to always be at her sister's side. Yeah. But you don't hear a thing. If like I cl- if I climbed the tree, would I be able to look through the window? I uh, presumably, yeah. Then I want to climb the tree. Go ahead and make an athletics check. That is a eighteen. Mm, damn. Uh, yes, I mean you <laughs> succeed. I uh, you climb up the tree, and the branch comes pretty close to the window. Uh, and as you get to that uh, uh, branch that's on the second floor, you see that the the uh, the curtains to the window are closed, but they're not fully like it's not like a thick curtain. It's like kind of a gauzy thin uh, one that you can sort of see in. So you can see the light kind of coming from the other side, uh, but you don't see movement. Uh, what would you like to do next? Um, I'm jumping in. Son of a bitch. I knew it. Did you want to, uh, (laughs) did you want to, I, 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 I see that the window's unlocked. Yeah. Go ahead and roll a D20 and let me know what you get. Please be locked. 17. Oh, that is an unlocked number. A 17 (laughs) is 15 and above was unlocked. Oh, okay. Did you want to go in? Yes, I do. You open up the window, and you go in. Make an athletics check, and uh, pray you don't fall and break your neck. Natural 20! <laughs> Son that of a good. I was so open for a one. Uh, Thelonious, you crack the window open, and you barrel roll in. <laughs> and you look around. And there's nobody in the bed. There's nobody that you hear. And this seems to be the only room that would be occupied from what you've seen. It seems to be a woman's bedroom. You look around and go ahead and make an investigation check. investigation investigation 
Why am I blanking here? Oh, there it is. Uh, 16. The 16. You see that there is uh, uh, a lot of uh, Citrine Fall family stuff in here. But the thing that catches your attention the most, Thelonious, is a rather large portrait on the wall. And it seems to be of a family. You see a uh, male and a female uh, high elf. They have kind of autumn-colored hair. One has like a, a bright red. The other has like a uh, like a, a bright yellow. Uh, but the thing that catches your attention most are the two high elf little girls in the picture, who both seem to look identical. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind the scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.